Hello and welcome to Sports Council. It is April 18th, 2021, and we are here to talk about NFL free agency as well as the upcoming 2021 NFL draft. I am your host, Matt, and with me is Nando, Gav, and G. So this is the 21st episode of Sports Council, and we're just going to go straight into it. A lot of things happened in NFL free agency, specifically regarding our teams. And we're just going to start it off with the New England Patriots, the biggest spenders, I believe, in free agency. They signed Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Matt Judon, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, Jalen Mills, Kyle Van Noy, and Trent Brown. So, Gav, as our resident Patriots fan and expert, what do you think of these moves? I mean, it didn't doesn't push us to the playoffs, but I mean, they are okay signings on the defensive side. I don't know why we thought Nelson Aguilar and Ken, Kendrick Bourne were good signings. Why? I mean, you're trying to sign anybody, I guess, whatever. But um, Kendrick Smith Bourne was a Niners number one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. He's the God. best one. I'm so mad yeah, that you took sure. him away from us. Kill, kill, no. <laughs> you can have him back, just like you can keep no, Jimmy. No, no, dude. no. I don't you want him. You sign him, you keep him. It's okay. No, 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 no. We don't. We'll, I'll reverse Uno that. It's perfectly fine. Um, the Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. I mean, I'm mean, kind of, I'm kind of indifferent with them. I don't know why we have two like, uh, two tight end ones, but you know, it's whatever. I, I like Johnny Smith better just because he he's younger. He seems to have more upside, and uh, he doesn't get as hurt as much as Hunter Henry. So, I mean, that's a bigger factor for me. But all around, I guess, depending how our draft goes, and if we get, like, a decent quarterback in the draft, I think we'll be, it'll be a decent team in the long run. In the long run. But next year, it doesn't push us over to the playoffs, in my opinion. I think it was very interesting that you guys signed Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. And these are fairly larger deals, right? I know. And, you know, like, we're going to get to it later, but... The big names like Will Fuller and Juju, and um, there's one big other big one as well. But they, I think, signed like one-year deals. Oh, yeah, Kenny Galladay as well. Yeah, and they Kenny Galladay, yeah. A little bit smaller deals, but at, like later in free agency. And the Patriots jumped on Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar in the first day. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, maybe Belichick. I don't know what Belichick sees in people. He, he thinks on a different plane, dude. He's Belichick, Belichick is not a finding skill positions. I think yeah, his eye for skill. I think his eye for talent is not the greatest. No, it's not. It's just like, well, you fit in my system, so go in, go in there, go and carry your job. Nikhil Harry then like the number one wide receiver right now in the league. I don't get that. <laughs> he wasn't good enough. Then like he would have been like a bust. But I think you know he's future All Pro. I don't know. I think the paid off season. But um, like I've said, it's the biggest part that does it really make them better. Um, I don't know. What do you do so far for the Patriots? I mean, obviously the draft could lead many different ways, but do you think they have a viable quarterback this year? I mean, there are some things I've seen from Cam last year. I just didn't look like weapons when you're just throwing the ball on the ground, you know? Yeah, no, I I feel that. It's like it depends if we get a good quarterback. Like if if somehow we can get like Trey Lance. They dropped to us with the Niners picking Mac Jones at – the overall pick, not, not I'd be happy. way happy. We would be set. I would be good for the next couple of years. I'd be like, okay, this is awesome. But if we stick with Cam, which we are for sure, this this is season, we're not going to do good. I, I I don't believe this team. 
Sad to say. I believe in the future teams, but not this team. I really hope we get a good quarterback in this draft. And there's a lot of them. Like, please, choose right, Bill. I hope you guys don't get a good quarterback. I hope you guys... Oh, I do you can't just have one year of mediocrity and then be a dynasty again. It's just not fair. No, we can. We're not the Warriors, okay, dude? We continue to strive for greatness. Uh-uh. Definitely not. That's why you signed Kendrick Bourne <laughs> in the first place. That's what you signed Nelson Aguilar. But, Look, so okay, we think, already, did, we already discussed that, that Bill isn't the best for talent. Eye for talent, okay? He's trying to fit his system. What is the system? Well, it was Tom Brady, but uh, I don't know. Let's see what it was. Let's see it's what it Cam is Newton. now. It's Cam Newton now. Oh. It's not a system. That's a sinking boat. That is a sinking boat, dude. Like, I wish the Panthers kept him so they could continue to sink, but, you know, whatever. I guess we, we can – we're a better franchise. We can uh, we can squeeze every every little inch of a juice he still has. I don't know if there's a lot more juice left to give, but there isn't. let's go – let's send He's it on back his last to leg. the um, – Let's center back to the discussion of tight ends. Henry, Hunter Henry or Jonu Smith? I think when Jonu Smith signed initially with the Patriots, everyone was psyched because, hey, that's a big fantasy target. And, you know, the Patriots love using their tight ends. But then Hunter Henry signed like a day or two later. And now, just like with any fantasy football uh, fan's choice, it's complete agony when it comes to tight ends. Because now you got one but two viable fantasy tight ends. But now they're going to play for the exact same team. It's just like when your team drafts a new running back and you already have an established starter there. Now it's just pain for fantasy football fans. Should you draft either one of them in fantasy right now? I would honestly draft both. Like, like not both on the same team, but I think both are viable options. I just feel like, um, Dave, we've seen them use two tight ends before. You know, this is not a new system. You know, we've seen Gronk and Aaron Hernandez before, two tight end system, and they were both quality top five tight ends and i think individually i think we don't dis henry and john smith are individually like top tier tight ends or could be in that tier but i think the one working together kind of helps each other out i wouldn't be too afraid to draft first either um johnny smith or hunter henry yeah i have the same sentiment with him uh, as is g but um I, I i have a stronger preference for uh uh, Johnny Smith, just because I feel like he's going to get more of the touchdown. Um, he's gonna, yeah, he's going to be targeted more in the red zone. I just feel like he's more like, well, maybe actually closer to the red zone. Maybe I'd ha- have Hunter Henry. But just like in total like receptions, I feel like he, uh, Johnny Smith's going to have more of the receptions, a bulk of the load, and Hunter Henry's going to like sit back and like, maybe uh, be a pass blocker. Or and he's uh, less injury prone, if I'm mistaken, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's he. He's more reliable, just like health-wise. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't, don't think I would draft either one of them, honestly. The, really? It's not even the fact that they're both, like, I think they're both talented in their own right, and then, but the fact is that now they're going to steal each other's targets, and at the same time, again, can you really trust Cam Newton to get them the ball, right? That's my biggest concern at this moment, because you can have a guy like Allen Robinson, and he's going to be really good with, like, trash, like Blake Bortles and, and Mitch Trubisky, but there's only so much that you can tolerate, right? I mean, I had Robert Woods, and he. I, there were times where he was wide open, and Jared Goff could not get him the ball, and it frustrated me week after week. But now you have Cam Newton, and you have also the uh, limited targets share, right, between both of them. They're going to split it, and again, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, they're going to take their own uh, openings <laughs> and touches, right, because they're beasts. Like, I don't think that I would really try to draft either one of them in fantasy. I'd probably stick with those top two options, Kelsey or Kittle. 
Well, I'm not saying you you should draft them like they're a Kittle or a or a uh, Kelsey. What's his name? Oh my God. <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey Waller. Yeah, I think like... in their own rights there are viable <laughs> I, I, options yeah. though. Yeah. Out of the out of what what was it called last yeah, year? Yeah, tight end land. Yeah, the tight end wasteland. Mhm. Mm Dude, they're not going to be in the tight end land next year. I think honestly, I could see them at actual like useful tight ends that can draft and rely on. I think that's what you can expect from them. I think it depends on that value. If you get them in maybe like the 10th, 9th round, maybe you can rely on them because it's like it doesn't cost you that much, right? But if you're drafting them like as a starter, like I, you expect them to kind of be one of those starters for you in like say the 5th or 6th round, that's not going to turn out well for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with that. I guess the highest yeah. Highest I would go is probably the seventh round. I don't think I could go any higher than that for both of them. Just, just because of the, our quarterback situation. Again, it might change if, depending on who we get in the draft. Would that would that change your guys' perspective? Um, let's say a Trey Lance yeah, or Justin Field falls to the Patriots, or they trade up and get one. Do you feel like that makes um, just their whole offense more viable, fantasy wise? If if Justin Fields goes to the Patriots, I will run myself over with a car. <laughs> Ooh, um, guys, I get get ready. We're gonna see Matt get running. No, I'm gonna delete this if that happens. But if <laughs> if that happens, if Trey Lance maybe goes to the Patriots, um, I I still don't know if they actually play in Week One, but it would make it their ceiling would be a lot higher, right? I I trust them more than Cam Newton right now because I think they could actually throw the ball. So there you go. I think both of them are better right now day one than Cam, and I would start both of them. Come on, now. You're just you a cam. Talk, you gotta back your boy up, dude. Yeah, I mean, back your boy up. Back up Cam, dude. I mean, I really can't because he's washed. I agree with you guys. He's he's been washed <laughs> since his oh, uh, his oh, injury man. from his shoulder that last that last um season with us. Okay, speaking of people and players that have been washed since their injuries, let's talk about Julian Edelman. He was recently released from the Patriots with an injury designation, and I believe that means that he's retiring at this point. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone, yeah. but the bigger question I think would that would generate a bit more controversy is whether yes, you Hall of Fame. It. No, he's yes. not a Hall of Famer. Nope. No. Let me. No, no hell no. <laughs> yes. Jerry, quality baby. Please there's no way. There is no way in the hell that man's Hall of Famer. Haters, haters, dude. There's like ten receivers that have better, better careers than him, bro, and they aren't in the Hall of Fame. There are more than ten. There's like, probably. Oh, fuck. I mean, right, no, you know what I mean. I don't like the slander like, that my boy is getting. Many, many, like dozens of players, dozens of players, like. Dude, the the postseason stats alone, bro. The postseason stats alone are the only reason why anyone's talking about it. But no, that's not true. All right, that's rough. Okay, give him, give him his. Just like the story behind him, man. Just like a Tom Brady, seventh round, I think, or just in the later rounds, was a quarterback beforehand. Transitioned to wide receiver, has all these like second behind uh, Jerry and uh, like yards in the postseason. You gotta give it to the man. I mean, that's. I don't a great gotta point. give him shit. <laughs> you don't have to give people Hall of Fame. Right, but you're gonna give Juju. This is the Hall of Fame. Yes, you do. No, Hall of no, Fame, no, 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 not no, no, just no. give them shit, okay. Gav. 
No, th- he deserves a- No, okay, but his story and his stats, okay? They're going to give it to him. No. I don't know, dude. That'd be that'd be wild, bro. If that's there's the dumbest play- thing ever. Like that's you don't make an appeal oh, yeah. to the story of Hall of Very Good. It's the Hall of Fame. You are known for being one of the best players at your profession. Context. He is, he's basically the third white yes. receiver. Wide receiver that caught for Brady. What is right? the context? What context do we need? Please give me all the context that you want to. I just told you already, okay? Dude, seventh <laughs> rounder was a freaking quarterback. Transition to a wide receiver. It's a great story, Gav. But that doesn't make him a Hall of Super Famer. Super Bowl MVP, bro. If yes, we count Super Bowl MVP. Okay, this is just this is Homer now. Okay, I'll Malcolm stop. Fish is a Hall of Famer. Highs Ward has better, more uh, catches, more yards, more touchdowns, and a Super Bowl MVP and is not in the Hall of Fame and can't even get to the finalists. And you're telling me that man's a, a Julian Edelman's a lock for the Hall of Fame? Bro, come on, dude. That's washed. Absolutely not. Yes. Hey. Who was that receiver that couldn't make it for like five years? To. What's that? To. Yeah, they didn't let To in for like ten years, and he got like fifteen thousand yards. Like it's insane. Like the second best wide receiver of all time. To sucks. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, Okay. Okay. I'm captain. I'm a straight homer, but he deserves to be in there. Just, just, just because all the fans love him. Should we just throw in Amendola too? Great man. <laughs> and Chris Hogan? Chris Hogan. Oh no, fuck no, dude, that guy's trash. He played lacrosse. That's a great Hell story. No. Chris yeah, Hogan it's a great story, win. bro. He was a white man. He was played lacrosse. He made it to the NFL. Yeah, but he didn't I think that's Super Bowl MVP, bro. His stats and in the postseason are as strong. He's not second behind Jerry. Didn't he have like a he like destroyed the Steelers at one? Uh, AFC hey, hey, right? hey, 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 hey. I mean, I'm just stating the facts, right? Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's that is a one. vid, yeah. It's I remember that fondly. G, do you remember fondly? Because I remember fondly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything. I have short-term memory loss. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, let's transition here. <laughs> let's stop talking about the that's why he's. That's why he's able to forget the last season. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love him. Hey, all I know is Corvette. Cor- <laughs> Corvette, Corvette. I love that man. This Actually, guy. Let's talk about this Corvette, guy Corvette. Really Corvette. Corvette. I think that's the biggest move that the Steelers made. Just so Gigi can get trucked again. And... <laughs> um, they, they, did you guys, did you guys seen that thing where there was like uh, the they had the Thanos in the background and it was like, oh, you either live, either you die a hero or you see, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Picture of Juju when he hit um, perfect. So, and then there was the like the villain part when he got smacked and was oh, doing the Corvette, yeah. Corvette. Yes. It was it was pretty funny, but it's exactly yeah. I'm getting another year. I don't I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with it, but like your Steeler wide receiver ones always turn out to be like they're like wholesome characters at first, and then they become absolute divas like A B and then Juju, and I feel Chase Claypool is going to be that. Next He's up time. next. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah. Full diva. Did you see that tweet? Chase, never Chase Claypool is already that guy, bro. His antics. And then he was trying to know. the Browns after they lost. Yeah, yeah after after they lost, <laughs> after he when the Browns got clapped. Yeah. Yeah. But Man. I mean it's weird because Childish. you expect you expect Claypool to be in the wide receiver one now, but surprisingly the Steelers did the move that no one expected and they actually re signed Juju for a one year deal. Even though Juju also had an offer <laughs> from the Chiefs, I believe. And, and the Ravens. Like, oh, and the Ravens. But he decided to go back to the Steelers where he is Highly uh, 
controversial, let's say. So, explain to me the reasoning there, G. Why do you think they brought Juju back? Did you want him back? I personally did not want Juju back. I think I made that stance very clear multiple <laughs> times over the last few podcasts. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. But my reason they brought him back is, A, uh, he's a great slot receiver. Um, the best slot numbers in the league. Catches and most touchdowns and most yards in the slot. So, I mean, like, he's not bad. That was never the problem for Juju, I think. Um, and, you know, if you're going to run it back with Big Ben, you just kind of got to go all in. Isn't with the one-year contract and not a long-term extension? Like, I think he would probably want. And I think for Juju, he realized that um, not many teams are really going to give him that longevity of a contract that he wanted, you know. And I think he has, like, a reality check for him. Like, okay, I just got to come back to Pittsburgh and play with the organization that and play with the system that I'm already this, you know, instead of like trying to switch it up and then who knows how one year goes with Baltimore one year with the team you've been on. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I think that he knows the system where he's at and he's comfortable with it and he doesn't want, I think the one you deal with, he's trying to prove himself as a player. So it's easier to prove yourself in a place that you already know instead of, you know, maybe Baltimore, Kansas city, even though, oh it, man, it, it seems greener. The grass always seems greener on the other side until yeah. you're on the other side and then it's Kelsey and everybody else is getting touches except you. That's true. That's true. Just like with Le'Veon Bell, everyone thought, you know, instant contenders with Le'Veon Bell. Well, they were already pretty much Super Bowl contenders. Then they signed Le'Veon Bell and he ended up not really making an impact at all there. So, and I think the Steelers gave him that offer as well because I think they Juju's really the um option, you know. Because um, the only Steelers I ever given second contracts, A. B. and Heinz Ward, you know, so like you know, so they're big time receivers, you know. And does you really classify Juju with those type of guys, even though you know Antonio Brown had his downfall, but at his peak, you know, what they're really asking themselves is like, because I think his talent's there, bro. It's just is his head in the game, and is he like number one, good number two? So I think they're still trying questions, and the best way to have those answered is just have another year with him. That's fair, and it seems like the Steelers kind of ran it back with Juju, but now you have that question whether you have those three wide receivers. You've got Juju, Jace Claypool, and Deontay Johnson, and this was a question most fantasy managers were struggling with throughout the um, you know re- regular season for fantasy football, and now that Juju's back, you thought you would open up that opportunity for Claypool and Deontay, but now all three of them are back. Which one would you personally draft that earliest, I think, in fantasy? That's that's a hard question that the offense is going to look like with the new OC. So, um, all I've heard from the, to be the college-styled offense, and I feel like it's just based on, I think, um, I, I think Juju would still be the, the first receiver off the board because he's like the bone, most bona fide receiver. He's been there for three years, fourth year now, upcoming. And, you know, the others have that don't have that experience as he does with Big Ben. And clearly Big Ben, otherwise they would not have brought him back, you know. So for this year, I would go Juju. I would probably just take whoever comes off the board last. Um, so if that's Deontay's there, this is there last, whoever's there, I would take them. So you would emphasize the value over the uh, problem. Yeah, I would definitely find, try to find value somewhere else at the receiver position. Any any three of them would be like a 
value at whatever position I it at, I would try to find value somewhere, something else, you know, not receiving core. Is there any opposing viewpoints to that? I know no, I like what big G's Juju thinking. fan. I like where his head's at, yeah. Who? <laughs> that is a big Juju fan. He loves him. He loves the character. But... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, I guess, I, I actually, I'll take a different take. I'd rather take uh, Chase Claypool just because of how, like, he's probably going to have that second year leap. I know sometimes people say it's like the, the sophomore slump, but I just feel like he showed so much last year that, like, I think he makes his leap and um, he'll, uh, He's for sure going to be the wide receiver one next year. I, I don't care how valuable or how much experience Juju has had. I still think that Chase Claypool is, is going to be put in like that. He's going to be, he's going to be the premier. I, I agree with you. the best receiver talent-wise is Claypool. On it. It's just a matter of fact, will they give him the touches for him to like shine? But pure talent, that's true. I think Claypool is easily the best receiver. That's weird because I actually yeah. thought I feel like it's gonna be like a Calvin Ridley. I had um, Deontay Johnson as my guy that I would want to target. I'm not saying he would be drafted first, but I think that he's gonna be the guy that I would draft if I wanted to draft any of the Steelers wide receivers. Because yes, I know he has all the drops, and it's uh, it's hard to kind of trust that guy. But you know who also had the most drops in one season? Devontae Adams, and. I don't think that the drops are going to be an issue. I think Deontay's going to work on it, first of all. I mean, it's the biggest flaw in his game, and he's going to have the entire offseason to work on it. But the biggest thing about having those drops and still being able to put up a productive fantasy season is that Big Ben's targeting him, and he's going to get a lot of targets. And we saw it even with all three of them out there that Deontay gets a lot of targets in that um, by Big Ben. Big Ben still trusts him enough for some reason, even with all the drops, to though to Deontay, and then he's going to fix that up a little bit. So I would really look, I would kind of look forward to kind of drafting Deontay in that kind of sleeper round area and uh, just kind of bet on seeing like, oh, the targets are going to overwhelm people. Maybe he can get a couple PPR points as well. I can't disagree with that. I mean, if, if it wasn't those, Deontay would have been the best receiver last year. Yeah. And let's talk about the fact that um, the Steelers did actually lose an offensive playmaker, let's say, um, this offseason. James Conner just recently... Playmaker? <laughs> playmaker? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely a playmaker. Okay, interesting, interesting. <laughs> Never heard of this playmaker before, but interesting. Come on, man. Don't you miss like don't you miss the time when Le'Veon was in lock, um, was holding out, and James Conner was tearing up the league? He was a playmaker, no doubt. I think... I think he could still be useful for the Cardinals. I just the Steelers. Um, I don't know. Once, once you get a bad taste of a player in your mouth, to continue him around, you know. Damn. So no love lost for James Conner. Nah, nah, not really. <laughs> Najee time, baby. You think that's where the Steelers are gonna head? Nah. Not Benny Snell. Oh, are you no. sure? Okay, bro, relax. No one wants Benny <laughs> bro. Oh, no. What about Jalen Sanders? <laughs> If he's at tight end, yeah, I'm going to be interested. Oh, God. The only reason why I know the Steelers' backup <laughs> running backs is because how often Benny I Snow, had to pick him up. Hey, we might have D'Angelo Williams back. I love D'Angelo Williams. He, like, destroyed. I picked him up off waivers when he was a Steeler, and I absolutely crushed it. 
always have a soft spot for that man. But yeah, I think there's um might have lost Connor, but there's gonna be a lot of value for whoever we end up drafting. Um, I think we're gonna draft one of the big three running backs this year, and um, Najee, Travis Etienne, and I think his name is Javante Williams. Am I might is it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's running backs from uh, UNC, I think, if I'm not, and um, I think I heard both of them are really good. Um, I just I definitely think whoever the Steelers end up drafting is gonna be like a Jonathan Taylor, um, then just Kareem Hunt, one of those rookie quarter running backs that comes in and just gets a workload, and you know because they were dead last in running line, and all off season has been mentioned that they're you know like like pass the ball as much as they did last year there's no way that they're gonna like do that again so whoever that we end up drafting you know they're gonna give value yeah i mean i think the biggest concern there is the offensive line because i didn't know like james connor was not great but at the same time the offensive line isn't great either as well as the fact i think marquise pouncey retired um so um it remains to be seen if they upgrade that offensive line maybe then you could trust that running back more. But I think, you know, you got to add both things. You got to improve both on the line as well as the running back. So in order to make sure that the run game gets better. It's Deshaun Watson next year and he'll be our run game. Yeah, we'll see if Deshaun is still around. <laughs> in you know how we like him in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot has changed since our last discussion of Deshaun Watson, and we're probably not going to talk about him. Deshaun's going to be in the freaking, uh, <laughs> you mean that fan base football thing? CFL? Like they, they make all the decisions for the, the players. Yeah. No, not CFL. The one where they make all the, the fan, where I Johnny's what it's at. called, but. Or what? The one where Johnny Manziel is in. Yeah, where Johnny's in. Twitch plays oh, football. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're disrespectful, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Josh Gordon and Johnny Manziel. Back at it again. That's a duo, if I've ever heard of a duo. <laughs> Fan-controlled football. Okay. I believe this. So. Yeah. No one watching that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch it if Deshaun uh, was in it. <laughs> bro, relax. He's coming to Pittsburgh. What did I just tell you? No, he's not. And if I get the control... He'll go to Philly after his... He's canceled, sentence. dude. Michael Vick 2.0. Damn, that'd be kind of... But they, got a, <laughs> they already got a franchise quarterback in Jones. <laughs> in Hurts? Yeah, Jalen Hurts both of the year. I think I believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's going to be particularly good, but I think he could pile up those stats. He's going to be one of those guys. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll put up numbers. If they get him a receiver like Devontae Smith, up numbers for sure. Yeah, but we know the Eagles can't draft a wide receiver. So. They're going to draft other of the receiver from the Packers. From the Packers, St. Brown. They'll draft him in like the round oh and leave like Devontae up. Some crazy shit like that. Yes. Oh, Eagles. Something that's stupid. Well, speaking of not trading for Deshaun Watson... The Carolina Panthers were rumored to be in a discussion for a quarterback for the entire offseason, really. And they were talking about shopping Teddy Bridgewater. They were discussing trading for Matthew Stafford and Deshaun Watson. But finally, they made their choice. They traded for Sam Darnold for, I believe, a second-round pick next year, I want to say. And I don't... A second this year? No, isn't a second this year? 
a I second, believe. a fourth, and a sixth. Ah, I'm not is sure which year. No, no, no. In like different years. Yeah, different years. I want to say the. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. There's I think one the this second year, was this year. There's one this year. There's one this but year. But the other two are the, for the future years. Okay, so the long maligned quarterback of this very podcast finds his way to the Carolina Panthers. Nando, are you excited for Sam Darnold as your starting quarterback for next season? Uh, at first, when I heard the news, I was kind of mad because <laughs> I've been wanting Watson and I thought he was going to come to us. But then I thought about it and I feel like I do believe in Sam Darnold because, first of all, he's playing with the Jets. I mean, let's be real. They have no weapons. They have nothing at all. And um, what was what's his name? Yeah, Adam uh, Gase. The head coach. Yeah, Adam Gase. Um, I was watching uh the that shot that that show with um, Shannon and Skip, and they brought up a good point that when um, Gase had Tannehill, he was complete ass, and then he went to the Titans, and you know he's uh, uh what what do you call it? A Pro Bowl player now. So I feel like that's what's gonna happen. He rejuvenated um, his career from getting away from him. Yeah, and he and Donald's gonna have so many weapons here. He's gonna have um, DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson, and the best running back in the league. So I don't know what else. Mike Davis we can give him. Dolphins, dude. Nah, no, no. Hey, I've always been I've always been on the Sam Darnold train, so I'm still there. I'm still thinking. I think I well, we're not. This is not the episode, but I'm gonna let you guys a little sneak peek. The Panthers, my playoff team. I'm letting you guys know oh. right now. They're in the playoffs for me. That's big. Mm, and they're taking. And they're. I, I. I'm telling you, you guys. You guys. Not even Sam Darnold. Matt Rule is the one you guys are sleeping on. That man is a genius. I promise you. I agree with that. I agree with. He's that. A, he, he. He will make Sam Darnold good. And Sam Darnold already is good. That's the thing. And there's so many weapons. Oh, man. I mean... <laughs> and we still have the eighth pick as well. Yeah, you can draft like Disgusting. a defensive tackle. No, I'm pretty sure going offensive tackle. The last year, the Panthers drafted only defensive players. I believe that that will repeat itself. Because Matt if it does, then... Offensive players. If, if that happens, then I guess I'm going to have to be killed with the car with you, man. <laughs> Use the same car, man. Yep. Oh, boy. But either way. Even though I, I really want, um, what's his name? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. I yeah. really want Kyle Pitts, but. There's um, no way he's falling. There's no way he's falling. It's either, I think the Falcons or the Dolphins are taking him. That's ridiculous. Do not draft a tight end. Top. That man's not a tight end. He's a good wide receiver. That man's a number one. That's all. That's all he is. It's a, that's he's not. A, he's not a receiver. He's not a tight end. He's not anything. He's a number one. You give him the ball. It's that simple. <laughs> He'll make all the plays for you. Oh God. I don't, I'm getting too real. I don't think. I I think he's gonna be a good player. I don't think he's gonna be a top five guy. And then like when you draft him top five, you're gonna have these astronomical expectations for him. And then he's never gonna be able to get there, right? So then he's gonna be a good player, and then but everyone's gonna be like, yeah, but why'd you spend number five on him or whatever, right? Just like T.J. Hawkinson, he's like he's okay, he's pretty good, right? But see, but see, but see Hawkinson like, wasn't that. Hawkinson was wasn't a beast Pitts. coming out of college, bro. Yeah, this man, this man, Kyle Pitts is literally inhuman. That man's numbers for everything are he's off the board. 
see. Florida has deadly tight ends. Hey, yeah, yo. Like, you had yeah, to like, say it. <laughs> 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 he had to say deadly. <laughs> good, good choice of words there. I mean, I think that Sam Darnold will excel despite my previous misgivings about him. I think that he is going to be good in the, in the system that's going to cater to him, just like Matt Rule has. And then um, this is, a, well, I guess this is now the second time Matt Rule has picked the quarterback for his system. And he has like, a, he, it's more of a developmental kind of quarterback than Teddy. You kind of knew what you were getting with Teddy. You still have some potential that you could see within Darnold. Um, you're right in the fact that he doesn't have a lot of talent surrounding him. And now he's going to be put in a system with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and uh, Christian McCaffrey. And, you know, I think it has the potential to work. I don't know if, you know, it just remains to be seen or not, whether Sam Darnold's going to be able to quickly adjust, I think, to that, right? New system takes a while to uh, get used to. But at the same time, I think it's a good thought experiment. I think it's a good move for the Panthers just because they're in a position where they could try something out and see if it works out. And if not, they could easily move on. So I think that's a good scenario for them. I, I think the best part about the deal is that unlike the Niners, you're not – you haven't traded away your future, you know? Like, um, yeah. So, you know, whoever the Niners, the Niners end up drafting – they kind of have to pray that that's their answer for quarterback for the next four or five years, you know. You're not getting another pick that low, and you're not going to be able to trade another couple picks like that, you know. So, unlike that, the Panthers haven't traded away their future and still have a cheap and young quarterback. And, you know, it's moving us on to our next topic, but, you know, the Niners, they're not in a pretty situation, unlike the Panthers. I would rather be the Panthers than the Niners right now. No, I'd rather be the Niners, but that's probably. I'd rather be the Panthers. No. I'd rather I'd have the Panthers, Panthers right now. Mm-hmm. But if I was Niners buying like stocks, a... I'd buy the Panther stock before I touch the Niners stock. The Niners are All gonna right. draft uh, the future Hall of Famer Mac Jones. If he's a future Hall of Famer, sign me the fuck up. But he's not gonna be a future Hall of Famer because he's the worst quarterback in this draft. So. But he is gonna be in, on your team, so don't worry about it. Oh God. I would buy into the Niners stock right now because I believe that the future is bright if they select the quarterback of the future, which could be Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, I don't care, just not Mac McCorkle Jones. Other than that, you know, I think it, you're right, Gene, the fact that this is a huge gamble for the Niners. Um, if you are not aware, the Niners have traded their three first-round picks for the next three years as well as a third-round pick to move up to number three and it is presumably expected to be for a quarterback so it is a huge gamble here and the Niners did the move that everyone was expecting in that they believe that it's going they're going to kind of select the franchise quarterback right so it really depends on who they draft I think that if it is if it is the franchise quarterback it doesn't matter how many picks they gave up right you would give up three first-round picks to trade up for rookie Patrick Mahomes, right, or rookie Deshaun Watson. It just has to be that caliber of a player. Anything else, and it doesn't work. And you basically wasted your t- um, picks and your future on it. So, yes, there's a huge risk involved with this move. I hope it pays off, and I have faith in the guys who make the move. So I'm pretty confident in that the Niners will make the right choice. And what do you think the right choice is? I think the right choice is Justin Fields. Trey Lance is a close second. I don't think Zach Wilson 
is going to be there and I'm a little hesitant on him because he has an injury history that I'm not a fan of but I would take him again not Mac Jones absolutely not Mac Jones Never Mac Jones. Let me double down on that Justin Fields say, um, and quote me on this. I think Justin Fields would be a better career than Zach Wilson will. I think he's the second best quarterback in the draft, and I don't think that's too far-fetched to say. Zach Wilson's getting a lot of praise for, like, looking like he'd be like a, you know, like he he can he can throw, he can do all this and all that, but like sort of plays like a hybrid Justin Mahomes, but you know stuff, but. Justin Fields has gone like, two years, three years of being teams in the, that they have to offer. You know, like he like, almost had an unblemished record. And, you know, I think he's not getting he's already done in um, college career. And that last game hurt and still decided to like, you know, and put it all out in the line is the type of player from your franchise quarterback. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Zach Wilson as much as everybody else is. I think he has the traits. He's got the physical attributes, right? He's mobile. He can throw a big ball, right? So it's just the fact that I think it's prospect fatigue at this point. You know, when you kind of – the consensus is that the two best quarterbacks in the draft are Trevor Lawrence and Justin Schultz, people shake it up a little. They want to say, oh, what about this guy? This guy could be a wild card or maybe this guy, right? It's the same thing when happened when Deshaun Watson, who's a national champion, and he came pretty close to being a two-time national champion – um, only to lose to Alabama, right? Basically, he wasn't regarded as the best quarterback on the board somehow. And even though he was a Heisman, like he was a Heisman runner-up, in favor of Mitch Trubisky, who everyone thought was even like more highly regarded for some reason, even though he was a one-year wonder, right? So the media has this like incentive to, I guess, promote different kinds of quarterbacks just for the sake of controversy, for the sake of clicks. But sometimes it just ends up succeeding as well. People buy into the hype, buy into the fact that, you know, this one season was better than like a more sustained career in the college level, and they're going to go into it. Just like with Mitch Trubisky and what I believe is Mac Jones and a little bit of Zach Wilson as well. Zach Wilson has never really played against a Power 5 team, and he lost to Coastal Carolina, right? We know that, you know, the level of competition doesn't always mean that, you know, you're going to be a bad or good quarterback, right? You can still be a good quarterback and play at, say, North Dakota State. But it is just relative. you got to say that who did he really play? What was his level of competition? Is he going to be able to still succeed with tighter windows, more accurate throws he's going to make? Like, it's just kind of relative. Meanwhile, Justin Fields was the most accurate quarterback in the Big Ten, a Power 5 conference. He's nearly undefeated, and he only lost to teams like Clemson with Trevor Lawrence, the literal best quarterback in this class, and a stacked Alabama team. So, And he was hurt while he was playing in the national championship. I think the choice is obvious. I think Justin Fields is the second best quarterback in this class, and the Niners should be lucky to pick him. If Zach Wilson is still, if the Jets somehow wise up and pick Fields, pick Zach Wilson. For the love of God, do not draft Mac McCorkle Jones. <laughs> Please! You can only pray. You can only pray. I will emphasize this clearly. No, Mac Jones. And the next time you see this podcast, or the next time we record a podcast and the Niners have selected Mac Jones, I will cry on <laughs> recording. 
Luckily, hey, that's I a promise? Is that... It's it's not gonna happen, don't worry. I can't wait. It, it, something, I think, honestly, um, drafting Mac Jones would be the down Shanahan's time and with the Niners. I think that might, it would eventually lead to um, him, I think, being removed. Because I think this is like a Shanahan play Jones. It's Shanahan that's pushing Jones. So... I think it's going to be to say the least to see if the the Niners actually end up going Mac Jones, but I do. Justin Fields there, that has to be the one you take. Yeah, I mean, if Shanahan does end up picking Mac Jones, like, doesn't he deserve to be fired? Right? You can be an offensive genius, and it would suck because you lose that immense value of having like one of the best offensive play callers in the league. But at the same time, your decision making has to be severely off to the point that it hurts the team it's a detriment to the team right so it would suck but i would say that you know drafting mac jones and then having him fail would be a fireable fence so yeah if they don't pick right this could be the end of kind of this era of Niners football so i pray that they get it right Justin Fields beat against big name teams this on this you know he's not ready to go waste his career he's ready to go play on a team like the niners and win but he did in college Exactly. It would be, it would just be incredible to see him in the Niners uniform. But it sucks it's not going to happen. Oh, well, no, don't worry. Uh, what was it? April 29th? We'll see it happen. And what is your offseason as a Niner fan? Do you feel like it was? I think that we got everything that we kind of wanted to. I wanted to make a move for a quarterback. And while we weren't able to get Deshaun Watson, nobody was really able to get Deshaun Watson, right? So it's that was the best case scenario. The best case scenario is to get Watson. If not, I wanted to draft a quarterback, right? If you can't get a proven talent, get someone that could become a proven talent on a cheaper deal than Jimmy G, right? So I'm relatively fine with the decision. We gave up a lot, but you know that's expected when you're trying to get a franchise quarterback. You pay whatever it takes. And all it matters now is making the right move. Like, I think they set themselves up well enough to get that um, kind of guy. Now they actually have to make the decision. So I don't, I would give it an incomplete right now. It just really depends on who the quarterback's going to be. That's fair. I, so you're saying your offseason relies on this third pick right now? Oh, yeah. I think the next, like, three to five years of this franchise relies on it. Maybe even more if the quarterback's good. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment of the situation. Um, it would be interesting to see the Niners end up draft. That's not Justin Fields. You know, I think it would go crazy because I think success-wise, I think you could put any of the top five there and they would win games. You know, the problem for the Niners wasn't winning games years ago. They made the Super Bowl, you know, the only dynamic quarterback play. And only one of them doesn't provide it, and it's just crazy that the end that doesn't provide it. It just it just doesn't blow which, which I know that the Niners GM and John Lynch is not that dumb to like not that happen. But I think see I can see Shane to do it. I just can't see allowing that to happen. Well, John Lynch did draft Solomon Thomas, so I don't know if we can give him a hey, third pick. Quitty pay? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> that's great. that's for the Panthers. I mean, you guys could they could trade up to two and then draft one, and then you could draft back to back D linemen. That's not ideal, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, 
Okay. Well, we we've been talking about the draft for a little bit now, and I think I made it clear who I want. I guess for my pick. So, um, we got three different teams here. Let's say you were the GMs for the Steelers, Patriots, and Panthers, respectively. Who would you want to draft at your pick? Who's your kind of dream prospect right now? That's a great question. Um, for the Steelers, I'd love for them to draft Najee with the first pick. But, you know, just value-wise, there's no reason ever to draft a running back in the first round, you know? So, by that logic, you know, I have the best lineman they can at. I sad to say I hope they get the best lineman available at first round pick maybe even the second round pick and use your third round pick on a running back to be considered a successful draft that's fair that's fair um what about the panthers do you think kyle pitts is actually going to fall Amanda? would you would you really draft kyle pitts at number eight um well i mean i would want kyle pitts but what makes sense is to draft the second best o-line which is rashawn slater because i doubt that um is how do you pronounce the name Sewell? Sewell. 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 Panay. Panay. Yeah, I doubt that he will drop all the way to us, because the Bengals also need a offensive lineman, because they basically playing without an offensive line. The Dolphins yeah. lines are right for you guys too, still right. I think they could also go on line. True, but I think I think Pitts falls to Atlanta, or if it, if the Atlanta doesn't take a quarterback. I think they take Pitts, and I think the Dolphins take Pitts so they can give um, what's his name? We had two or more weapons. That's fair. And then if you don't think they go, only, you think they go uh, defense with their? Would you think would you want them to go get another weapon for Darnold? If saying Slade or Sewell are both gone, uh, I say they go corner, Patrick or uh, Jalen. No, not Jalen. What's his name? JC. Uh, Horn? Yeah. JC Horn has been I heard. They're comparing him to Jalen Ramsey, which is high praise coming out of college. Man, what happened to Caleb Farley? He, he, I guess he has like some injury, and that injury is like eighty percent that he'll, hurt, and then like twenty percent that it might knock him out of his career or something like that. It's like some issue or something like that, but like it's expect covered, but the like the the little chance that he doesn't recover is like getting his uh, value in mocks and stuff I completely and JC Horn has but from his little pro day um value and he just his um just gotten a lot more attention people have been really talking about JC Horn it's incredible how different the atmosphere kind of changes just in the couple of months leading up to draft day just all the injuries and the physicals being taken in the pro days, they weigh heavily on these people. And it's it always happens every year, and you just don't know what's going to happen, really, though. Okay, so that leaves the Patriots. Gav, what's your ideal pick? Mac? I mean, my ideal pick is that... Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Like, I hope that you guys... Either Mac or Trey Lance, dude. I hope one of them falls to us. Hopefully Trey Lance, but I don't think that we are gonna unfortunately get a quarterback. We're just would you far. want them to trade up? Would you be open for the Patriots trading up? Yeah, I would. I, dude, I'm saying that just trade up. I don't understand because the Patriots. I mean, Bill Belichick sucks at drafting, and you can't miss with these uh, running. Uh, oh my God, quarterbacks this draft. So please, 
either Trey Lance, Mac Jones at at our place. I mean, I could take Horn, I guess, but I don't know why we would need more like secondaries. You can never go wrong with it. I don't know. It, it, we need a we need a quarterback big. So yeah, we need a quarterback big. So get get a, get us a quarterback. I don't know. I don't care what you have to do. Yeah, I could see you trading up to four, um, with 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 the Falcons. Be if you, you know one drops, maybe like a team Panthers or a team like the Giants or something. Already has like most of their weapons and pieces anybody. figured out. That just need anybody that needs just extra takes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Patriots are big contenders for me in the the last team to try to move up. I I think someone's gonna end up trading up if the Falcons want don't want to like draft a QB. Honestly, the Falcons want to draft a QB. They're going to stick at four and draft. But if they don't, I think that pick is up. Yeah, so I mean, I think that pick is up grabs. I just is whoever puts in the biggest offer at the end of the Well, And let's hope someone does it because I can go Would you draft, basically, would you use the same offer the Niners made, the three first-round picks? Would you do that for number four? Yeah, I would, dude. That would be perfect, actually. For sure we get Trey Lines at that point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, their pick is worth less than your oh, pick was too. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Let's so, they, okay. What would you mean. be the limit? What would be the limit then of how much you would give up? I, I would. I doesn't, dude. I'm, I'm saying the Patriots second drafting give everything away. I don't care. <laughs> I don't that, care, man. dude. Get another. I can't deal with this mediocrity. Get some kid from Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as we have Belichick under the helm, dude, we're good. Exactly. Just get us a quarterback. Okay, let's end this with a little bit of couple of predictions for draft day, just to make sure that you know whether we call it or not. So, who do you think goes off the board first, Jamar Chase or the Heisman Trophy winner Devonta Smith? I'm Jamar Chase. I tend to think so too. I agree. Okay. Jamar Chase is uh, the best cool. receiving option out of this draft, and Kyle Pitts will be second. Damn, that's a that's a, that's one for the. <laughs> Kyle, this guy's <laughs> big on. He's I, I, on I, I even think Jalen will go before Devontae. Really, I don't think that. Oh, oh. that's uh, Jalen's hurt too. Didn't he get hurt? Yeah, he got hurt. He was hurt this um last year. He, but Devontae Smith's in year one, so it doesn't make any sense. Look, Devontae is a small guy, but that doesn't mean that he shouldn't. He still was able to make something happen. So I don't see, like, I can't perceive, like, him dropping that far. It would be very stupid, I think, if he drops further than, let's say, top 15. I think I think all the big three receivers will be gone top 15. I think the Eagles are definitely taking one, and then some type of weapon will be taken from the Dolphins if that's Pitts. Jamar, Devontae, Waddle, someone, the Dolphins need another weapon out there, so. I think the Lions take one, too, after, um, Galladay and Marvin, yeah. Galladay. It'd probably be Waddle. I can see it. The Lions. I can see that. Patriots get Waddle. Patriots get Waddle. <laughs> would you, would you be open for the Patriots to no. still draft a receiver? Or are you, are you, are you good with Kendrick Bourne? <sighs> if we we can't, no, we can't Jesus just beat Christ. Kendrick Bourne I mean, out of training we camp, can... bro. 
We've seen it happen. We've <laughs> He's tried, too good, but we couldn't He's do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, dude, don't. Even, I don't want to talk about wide receivers, dude. I just want quarterbacks. I mean, you got one. You got a great one. Ooh, we, MVP. Patriots. Former MVP. No, Jesus Christ. If you want Mac Jones, how former. about you just get Jimmy Graham? Very much former. Hey, Pan- Panthers were looking to shop Teddy Two Glove. <laughs> yeah, just sick Teddy. Another Panthers quarterback. No, I don't Jeez. want any of those quarterbacks, dude, okay? Why not? Cheap. Why don't you want young? That sounds really bad. But that sounds terrible. <laughs> he said he wants some cheap and young. Oh. Let's go. Oh. Let's, <laughs> let's go to the Bengals. Do the Bengals select Panay Sewell or Jamar Chase? This has been a hotly debated topic. O line. I say O line as well. O line for sure. Should do O line. I think they might be stupid because Joe Burrow apparently has been advocating for his former teammate Jamar Chase. I say C one. I think that's ironic because he's literally injured. (laughs) (laughs) He literally tore his ACL. He literally has a torn ACL. He's advocating for no O lineman. It just doesn't make sense. It's like he doesn't know that he's hurt. Well, what if he's just like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna get hurt anyway. Just give what? me Chase. Why, why, why don't our backup quarterback have a better no. receiver to throw to? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude. This is like, fuck it. You know what? I'll yeah. fucking die out there on the field. Just give me Jamar. <laughs> just just Jamar. Throw <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah. He's advocating for No, Jamar. we need That'd an O-line fun. so that Mixon becomes a god. Jamar takes the pain away. Yeah. They need a wide receiver. AJ Green is gone. They don't need a receiver. They definitely don't need a receiver. Joe is good enough. T. Higgins is good. Yeah. They got weapons on that team. If I was gonna, I don't know. If I were gonna draft, I'm for the Bengals. They don't have to do O linemen. You can always get another weapon again. They're talking about Sewell like he's a future Hall of Famer already. I think it has to be him. Yeah. If it's like Quentin Nelson's, like you know, like you plug him in and you're like, oh wow, he's so good. What was he's my doubt about it? Yeah, he's good to go. You're locked for that position for what? Seven, eight years? If you don't fuck him over, 10, 15 years? Yeah, but then you can get Burrow to chase, though. <laughs> he's going to have one leg and he's going to throw it. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Joe Burrow's an interesting character. In a wheelchair? They're basically trying to reassemble LSU. Did you see that they re-signed? Uh, they they signed uh, Randy Moss's son. Yeah, Thaddeus Moss. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. They should just comfortable. They should just trade um, the rest of the weapons for Justin Jefferson, and then use the third pick on Jamar Chase, and yeah. they can just go out there and throw touchdowns and do dances and smoke cigars. Hire <laughs> <laughs> then hire uh, Joe Brady. Big cigars. I gotta hire the other guy. Who's uh who's the one that that does like the yells all the time and is that Joe Brady? Is that the big ass know? coach? Yeah, that's coach. Oh. That's her that's her head coach. The guy who can't talk. <laughs> yeah, the guy he, he can't really tell you can't really enunciate his words properly. The Ox Tigers. He does a sick haka though. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes or Coach O? Who do you have? Whose voice would I rather have? Yeah. Fuck, that's a hard question. Oh, <laughs> man. I think, like, oh, Coach o. Has, like, something's wrong, I, like, with, really with his voice. Like, 
I thought like he had like a burn like throat or something. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I thought. He, he for sure smokes though. I can hey, it's better than when Adam Gay showed up high to the press conference. <laughs> he wasn't high. He was on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> he was drawing up some f- fire plays. <laughs> He's still figuring out how to work with Sam Darnold. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an interesting situation. Okay, Patriots are they picking a quarterback? It's not how you feel, Gavin. Yes. What you think? You think? I would say yes. I think if you guys end up taking, I think yes, Jones or Trey Lance, we're Mac big Jones. and everyone's gonna hate us. No, Mac Jones. I I, I would pray for Trey. I really hope it's not Trey. It's going to be Trey. Uh, I kind of like... Uh, I pray for Trey, but I could also take Mac. Oh, why would anybody want Mac? The thing is, that the only case that I've heard of Mac Jones is that he's basically... Just because Jimmy we have... Or Kirk Cousins. And yeah, sure. If you want another Jimmy G, that's fine. But, like... If Belichick loves Jimmy G so much, then he would just draft the next best thing. Well, Jones, right? yeah, Bill wanted him. Smart, isn't he? Like, in the huddle, and he's really good, like, uh, the, like reading shit. Yeah, it's just the fact that he can't throw for shit without a Heisman wide receiver. And, uh, and four <laughs> number one receivers. Yeah, and, and Najee Harris. <laughs> and Nick Saban. It's okay, dude. He's going to have... Oh, Kendrick Bourne and Where's Nelson Aguilar. Where's he going to have the next Aguilar. best thing, dude? Kendrick Bourne! He's going to have Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> oh. Great running back in Cam Newton. We're good. We're He's golden. a good run- <laughs> his own running back. Yeah, Cam. Just put Cam in at tight end oh. or shit. <laughs> He's got an Alabama running back. Damian Harris. Same going. thing. Well, they got a good quarterback in Julian Edelman. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> He's done. How the hell do you even beat out like, uh, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Jacoby Myers, and Nikhil Harry? Nikhil Harry, number one. <laughs> yes. Edelman had to retire because he saw that level of competition. <laughs> oh, okay. You're disrespectful. Okay. Do, do Najee <laughs> Harris and Travis Etienne go off the board day one? Do they both go off the board or only one day one? Is day one yes. just the first round, right? Yeah, yeah. I think none go. None. I think both go early, early second day. Remember when the Seahawks selected Rashad Penny over like a bunch of other running backs in the first round? I I could see something like that happening, where a running back goes off the board day one, but it's not one of the other two. But I think Najee Harris goes to the Steelers. I think he goes somewhere. Maybe the Jets. No, Etienne to the Steelers. Oh man, I want NTA. Yeah, honestly, I want any of them. I'm just happy with Loki. It's hard to beat out Benny Snow. But okay, we'll see if they can up to the task. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ready. Oh my god. Okay, so we kind of touched on this again, but how high is Kyle Pitts going to go in your mind? Top five? Is that too high? The, the Falcons pick him at Definitely before the Panthers pick. Yeah, I think so. I think if this he can go will, is the Panthers pick. Yeah, I think the highest that will, it will be Carolina. You think I the see. highest will be Carolina? No, the yeah. Or like the highest he'll like stay. See, the thing is, I don't see Cincinnati picking him. 
I see maybe Miami, but I think. So then, what do you think happens with the Falcons? Could take him? Yeah, I think it's either the Falcons or the Panthers. Falcons I don't. Up, yeah. I don't He's understand because offense. I think that's about right. Problem. Offense is not the problem with Atlanta, so I don't. It would be so fucking stupid, but sure, whatever. Take him. Take Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you, that's what you, Falcons. Oh yeah, I'm agree with you on that. I don't think the. I keep hearing that the Falcons want him. It would be stupid if they did that because they have Julio, they have Ridley, they have Hayden Hurst, who's not bad. He's okay. That's all you need, right? So, I I think they trade out of the pick at most, like because you don't really. Need I I would agree with that. I think they trade out of. Yeah, so it's either Pitts at Atlanta or Carolina. I could see like someone trade up for him, but that that would be even weirder. Trading up for a tight end, that's a little bit too much. Yeah, that's a bit too much. Because at the same, if you're paying the same price point for that for a quarterback for a tight end slasher, you're out of your mind. Yeah, three first for a tight end. Someone do it. Three first for a tight end. <laughs> oh man. Is that what we've come to nowadays? If you were to give up three first, I would give up. Uh, well, I'd give up three late first for a Kelsey or Kittle. I don't know about three top like, first round picks. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think I would uh trade up for a tight end, but I do think the Falcons would trade out of that. Yeah, I think if Trey Lance or maybe like the Broncos are team to. Oh yeah. It would only be because Denver would be afraid of the Patriots trading up, or Washington maybe. Like people trade up just because they don't want someone else to trade up, and then they pick their guy. So if Justin Fields, I hope not, falls somehow past number three, there's going to be teams on the line for Atlanta. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Sports Council. Thank you so much for everyone contributing, and. We look forward to seeing the results of the NFL draft in on April 29th. So thank you again and keep listening and subscribe.